I forgot that that video is only 17 seconds. I'm used to our old <laughs> intro being 30 something. So I was like, oh, I've got plenty of time to drink this fucking water. No, nope. no problem. Nope. Jesus. Well, welcome to Indeed. It's the independent wrestling podcast. I'm Mike Hamley. I was thirsty here with my awesome co-host, Righteous Reg. How are you doing? Righteous Reg, also always thirsty in a different way. Shout out to uh, me. Shout out to Puff for being here. Shout out to Mike. This is Indeed. The best independent wrestling podcast in the fucking world. If you don't believe it, just watch. All right. It's the best. Hey. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any other ones. I don't know. Exactly. There you go. Boom. There we are. I, I don't know. If, if there's 10 of them, then we're top 10. Yes. But... <laughs> Straight up. No, but shout out to everybody who has an independent wrestling podcast. We don't know the yeah. name of them, but cool. Yeah. Um... And not honestly, not knowing the names of them is kind of you know how we got here we're this is one year ago to the day i i I was sitting here in front of a camera talking about a bunch of wrestling shows i liked on my own uh because it was before reg was even it was before reg and i were even doing anything together Mm -hmm. wild times uh and the very first show that i ever uh so we used to do like a featured show where like i'd talk in depth about one show and then i'd also like skim through like five or six more but the first show I ever did a featured show on featured our wonderful guest, Puff. Oh, uh, it was is true. C4, yeah, C4 Wrestling Time and Tide from April 22nd, 2021. Mm-hmm. What did uh, I do there? What was I what was I doing? You oh you wrestled. You wrestled. I, did? I that talked sounds like me. You, you wrestled. I talked about you. I was like, man, this match fun as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh it was the second time I think at C4 that you teamed with Ricky, it was a six really? man. It was a six man tag. Uh-oh. If I oh. tell you the name of your partner, can you tell me the name of your opponents? Uh no, because it was probably All me. Right. It was probably me, Ricky, and Eddie. I would assume Killian Murphy. Oh, oh, then I could tell you my opponents. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, Carl. Yeah, Carl Jepsen, Carl, Hayden, Carl and... Jepsen, Zach Patterson, and Hayden Backlund. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that match. I think they were talking <laughs> shit about me. Am I allowed to swear? Yes. Go oh, for yeah. it. All right. Yeah. They were talking shit about me in French on the other side, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Bricks. Using, using that French Canadian uh, armor. To... Don't ever trust a French Canadian. You can't mm-hmm. trust those dudes. No way. Dude, never trust them. None mm. of them? Not one? No. I mean, mm. uh, I mean, they're, they're all insane. If you're yeah. French Canadian, you're an insane person. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no. no I don't, I, <laughs> can't think of no, one. <laughs> no, I can't think of one that I trust. No. <laughs> no, dude. All right. So I've seen a lot of chat. I, I've seen a. I, I've seen some. I've seen some names popping up in the chat here. And uh, oh. we, we, human person would like to know: Is this world famous Fortnite streamer Poof? Oh, this is. No. I mean, my name is not Poof. It's Puff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do have Fortnite on my TV right now. They're ready to go whenever I need. Boom. Uh, amazing they're doing so, a star wars thing right now it's a lot of fun man shout out to <laughs> fortnite <laughs> star wars is hot right now dude dude and they got so here's the thing i'm not a big video gamer but my twitch stream got me really into fortnite around this time last year like march last year because mm-hmm. the only games i ever played were like jackbox streams like you know the jackbox games where you play on your phone mm-hmm. then like mario games like i'm not a big gamer at all like the First person, FP, uh, the first person games, the shooting, mm-hmm. all that stuff, not my thing. 
But Fortnite, man, there's just so many different elements of it. It's just so much fun. I got addicted to it. I can't stop. It's not healthy. What made you uh, want to start streaming? Was it just kind of how the the uh, landscape was and connecting with fans in a different way? Yeah, pretty much. I always like to entertain people. I always, I, th- I guess, I always like to have an audience. Mm-hmm. So I think the I started during the pandemic, but I it was something I wanted to do before the pandemic. But then I had all this free time, and I got myself. Uh, I had uh, other professional, other independent professional wrestler, Megabyte Ronnie, mm-hmm. uh, build me a PC. So I I had that. I got a nice camera. I got a microphone, and I just started streaming, talking shit on Twitch. Awesome. That's what got me started. And then video games. No, I'm a Fortnite addict. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, I had I, I I had a feeling you were streaming on Twitch because uh, you know obviously you mentioned your Discord to me earlier. Yeah, when... yeah, yeah. So, uh. I popped by the channel to watch some VODs. Couldn't find any VODs, but I did. Oh, yeah. I think a while. It sucks because a while ago, I think I turned those off. I mean, I don't know how to turn them back on. It's because of, <laughs> of the music, though, right? Were you getting strikes, too? No, I actually oh. never. I, I always play copyrighted music, and I just let it, like, <laughs> I just let it get muted. I, like, I'm always playing, like, Taylor Swift or Phoebe Bridgers or Lizzo. Uh, I've, I got, I got, I had to turn my VOD recording on my channel off because of, uh, you know, music restrictions because I just, really? you know, yeah, because I'll just sit there and listen to like, you know, fun. I'll just sit there and listen to, you know, random playlist of like hardcore and stuff. And yeah, they never striked me. They would always just mute it. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'm cool with that. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just don't want anyone clipping me and trying mm-hmm. to take something I say out of context, you know? Yeah, smart. There's a lot of inappropriate things said. Nothing, I mean, nothing I wouldn't, wouldn't stand mm-hmm. behind. I don't think I've said anything that I like. Nothing hateful or anything, but just like mm-hmm. randomly talking about balls or something. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no. Okay. Lowbrow humor. Totally feel you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, what do you get up to on the channel usually then, like, besides Fortnite? Dude, right. Recently is just Fortnite. But actually, last week I did one where I actually had a buddy of mine, a wrestler from Canada, another independent wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, Clay Wilson, the pro's pro. Um, he's from Ontario. And he crosses the border all the time, comes and trains at our school and whatnot. Uh, and he was over, and I was just, like, doing a, a stream about wrestling for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. I started where I would talk about wrestling and whatnot, but then wrestling gets boring after a while, man. <laughs> so I would just talk about life and shit and just my interests. But last week, for the first time in, like, a long time, I just reflected on wrestling and all the things that I've done through wrestling and Cool things that I've done in wrestling, recent matches I had had. Uh, Ricky Shane Page came through, and I was talking to him a lot. Just talking, we talked a lot about the creative process of putting together a wrestling match mm-hmm. and got really in depth on that, which is really what draws me to wrestling. Like, I didn't grow up like a big wrestling fan, but I always had a creative output and a desire to entertain and wrestling has given me that you know like give me like an outlet for uh something to use my creativity and entertain people mm-hmm. through wrestling like wrestling's that medium for me and that's just what draws me to wrestling so you mentioned not being a big wrestling fan when you were like a kid and stuff how so how like i I was going to ask about how you got into wrestling yeah, and how you yeah, became, yeah. you know, like how did 
that I find that really interesting. So how did yeah. how did you how did you get to wanting to be a wrestler? Like when did it come uh, into your life? So that's the thing. I never wanted to be a wrestler at all. Mm. Uh, cool. I got into wrestling in like 2006 for a little bit, like when John Cena and Edge were feuding. Uh, they did a TLC match. I remember that's like the first wrestling match I remember watching. Mm-hmm. It's like Unforgiven, maybe 2006. That guy, mm-hmm. uh, he hit the big uh, F you off the top. Oh, dude, F you two yeah, tables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, mm-hmm. that was like, I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I got into that for a little bit. And then I kind of just faded out of it after like a year of watching it. Cause I had two buddies who, who got me into it when I uh, got into middle school. And then I, I fizzled out. I got, I'm, I've always been super into stand up comedy. So I was like, well, I, I mean, when I think about when I wasn't watching wrestling, what was I watching? Like a lot of stand up and whatnot. Mm. Uh, and then like right after high school, I started watching it again, just, uh, a l- like a little on and off, uh, with my two buddies who they were tr- actually training to be professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And so I was hanging out with them a bunch and I'd come and watch them train. And after a while, I like, they, they would have training sessions where no one would show up and no one could take moves or do moves. So I was like, I can take a, I think it was a super kick. I was like, I can take a super kick. I just walked in the ring, took a super kick. And I was like, yeah, wrestling. And <laughs> the like kind of carny trainer was like, oh, you took that really well. You should <laughs> try to get into this. And I was like, I got a lot for of my, free time. should sign up for my school. Yeah, 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 yeah basically. <laughs> uh, dude, it, it's, it's also saying that it's kind of a crazy situation because I never really paid for the training. But oh, because sure. he no. was I mean, my two buddies were who really showed me like, how to run the ropes and whatnot and and everything. And then, cause that fizzled out after about a year mm-hmm. because the dude couldn't find a place to set up his ring. He was burning bridges with venues and whatnot. This so, is, sounds way too familiar. Yeah. 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 This and is, like, this yeah, sounds he, like a lot of indie up, wrestling stories. <laughs> he ended up finding somebody else with a ring and putting it in their backyard. And I was like, I don't know much about wrestling, but this is not the wrestling. I'm, I'm not interested in being in some dude's backyard. Like it just straight up wasn't what I was into it for. So I was like, all right, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. But then Grapplers Anonymous, the school in Buffalo, opened. And my bud I didn't get invited, but my buddies got invited. But I came with them just to watch. And uh there was a dude there who knew me from my childhood named Mikey Every Night. He's one of my trainers and the head the head trainer at Grapplers Anonymous now. Um mm-hmm. and he knew my grandfather because they grew up in the same area. Wow. Uh, and he, he like cut this weird promo on me. He's like, I know you, Puff, blah, blah, your grandfather, blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? Uh, and he, You're just he, sitting in the crowd? No, no. I was like, <laughs> I was sitting in a locker room, and he just starts cutting a promo on me, and I was like, what's happening? Uh, I don't know. I was, I'm trying to be quiet and keep to myself. And uh, he told me to start coming to Grapplers, and I did. And then the ball just started rolling from there. And mm. Here I am now. It just kind of it like that's the thing. I never thought about doing wrestling as like a career or whatever, but um, mm-hmm. I started and found a bit of success, and I've just kept the ball rolling ever since. So a lot of it was just like you trying to hang out with your friends, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then like they fizzled off, and I kind of made like newer because they they went and did their own thing, mm-hmm. and I made newer friends, and that's where I ran into like Daniel Garcia, mm-hmm. and uh, me and him like. I was friends with, like, outside of wrestling, uh, I knew his cousins that I was fr- I was friends with from high school because mm. we went to different, like, schools. But I, I knew his cousins, so I kind of knew him. 
And he was another person who like, I went to Grapplers Anonymous a couple of times and I kind of didn't go back. But then I ran into Daniel at uh, the Galleria Mall in town and he was talking about me. I was talking about him because he had just like made his professional debut. Wow. And we, we like I was with buddies. He was with buddies. We crossed paths and then we like basically left our buddies and just talked for like an hour and a half in the middle of the mall mm. about wrestling. And he was the one who told me to come back to Grapplers. And that's what really that's what really got it started. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like became closer friends with him. And then we just started rolling. That's the origin of Puff. That's awesome, man. What yeah. a what a crazy story. Cause wrestling in the beginning is not like that. It's a lot of like loneliness. Yeah, it's a lot of me, me, me. I need to get my shit in and like oh, yeah, that... you know what I mean? They talk about the brotherhood and the boys, but that like takes mm. a while to happen, you know. You know, I, I think I'm I think I'm very fortunate and I'm I, I and I know I'm very grateful for this because like the environment that I came up in in wrestling was just super positive mm-hmm. and nothing at all like that. There was no mm-hmm. like if I'm eating, we're all eating kind of attitude That's awesome. is, what, is what we had. Mm-hmm. Uh and that goes to Mikey who runs the gym, uh Thurston, Brandon Thurston, who was the head trainer there, mm-hmm. even though he kind of didn't want me to be a wrestler. We had a little bit of a beef. He Hello. like he saw a fat guy. He's not really got much going for him. But then I kind of mm. proved him wrong, yeah. being entertaining and stuff. There's a whole story there. We wrestled at Beyond, had a really good match. Uh, so it's, uh, that's water under the bridge, baby. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but but also like the Blade, aka Pepper Parks, uh, coming there and really like fine tuning our wrestling and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing training at once every week. And that's what really, like, getting in the cars with him, hearing from him on how to act, like, teaching more than just fucking wrestling moves, like, how to act, how to be a fucking respectable person. Because Pepper's one of those dudes that, like, you don't hear a bad word about him, and there's no no reason for that. Yeah, like, every wrestler that ever says something about him, it's always positive. It's always like, he's cool, we love him, we're so happy to have him around. So to hear that is amazing. He always feels like he plays his veteran role, and he wants to just help out absolutely dude and, that, and, and that's the thing so like i can't put into words how grateful i am that he was there to do that for us i'm mm-hmm. like i wouldn't be puff at all without him and um yeah and it's like if, if anyone ever says a bad word about pepper it's like mm, they're the problem and right <laughs> you usually can tell man do you uh like that tightness and community with the school and, you know, like your Buffalo brothers, um, mm. uh, you know, obviously yourself, Dan, Kevin Blackwood, you know, but do you find that like, you know, so that, that kind of like everybody eats mentality is, has anything to do with Buffalo? Uh because I know that the city, like in terms of sports fandom, yeah, yeah local yeah. music, anything Hip-hop. like that, like Griselda's yeah, yeah. like that too. They're like, we're 100%. together and we're gonna Every- eat you guys. It's Buffalo. Absolutely. It's- I think I think it's a, an attitude the entire city has in every regard. Mm-hmm. The art scene, the music scene, sports and whatnot, the hardcore scene. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not too in depth in the hardcore scene, but I have buddies that are in the hardcore scene. Uh so I'm actually not going to speak to that, but like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, uh, I was introduced to the hardcore scene through like Andy Williams and Blackwood, like mm-hmm. becoming friends with them and, at Grapplers. And 
like I was that was a scene I was not familiar with whatsoever, and um, it was really cool getting introduced to it and going to like hardcore shows and shit and like moshing. <laughs> in, in, insane environment, but it's it's fun and it's fun to watch, dude. It's mm-hmm. you that's my cool house for sure. You got yeah. uh, you, you got a little two step in you. you do so you, you do a little throw and you, you throw down a little. I, little dude, I, I run across the pit and did a flip onto my buddy one time. <laughs> I, I've thrown two. I've thrown super kicks in the pit before. I love it. Someone up, dude. I'm, uh, I can't do the shuffle thing that the kick the leg. Uh, I gotta, uh, I gotta work a lot on going that. on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm actually in pain today because I went out on Saturday and oh, my, uh, my, my, my buddies all play. Uh, uh, well, my one buddy from work uh, plays in a deathcore band, so I went to go help with like some setup and some merch and stuff for them. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, obviously, I watched the show and now I'm just like, just Destroy. I've been. So, no, I'm, no, no. I think I think I've like I think I've reached. Uh, I've filled up all the punches on my mosh card. Oh yeah. Are you gonna, are yeah. you gonna come out of mosh retirement anytime soon? No, no, yeah. no. Every now, every, every now and then, every now and then, it's just a couple of tough guy walks across the across the floor. But then, <laughs> other than that, like tough we're not we're, we're not we're not swinging any arms and legs too much anymore. I usually try to get posted up around like the the wall of the pit and just be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. is that puff?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We talk, we've talked a lot about Buffalo, but, yeah. you know, as Mike said and kind of how he discovered you, you're doing a lot of work up there in Canada. How did Indeed. that transition? How did you get up there to Canada? How did you get into the eye of them? And how I, did you uh, kind of become a part of the community there? I mean, just through traveling. I mean, Buffalo is 10 minutes away from the border mm-hmm. to Canada. So a lot of it. Is, was just getting in cars with Pepper and Andy and Daniel and Blackwood and uh, Kevin Bennett, the other Buffalo brother. I don't know if we even mentioned him, but mm-hmm. he was a pivotal member of the crew. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they were all booked on promotions. There was a promotion called Smash yep. up in Toronto area that they were all booked on. So it was just getting in cars with them and trying to get any opportunity I could. And luckily, like, I get an opportunity to be on the pre-show and just do my thing. Mm-hmm. And the fans liked me enough. And like, dude, that's something I'm also very thankful for. Like that crowds liked me very early on because mm-hmm. if I was making the money that I made just from wrestling uh, at the beginning, I would not be wrestling because <laughs> it was zero dollars. Yes. Uh, yes. It's actually negative dollars because you're paying for gas for the car and, and like food, food and yeah. stuff like, mm-hmm. but luckily I just, made as much merch as possible to bring with me because it's like if i could just get that opportunity to get on the pre-show i was pretty confident in my ability to like get over with crowds Mm -hmm. so i'd get on a pre-show and make zero dollars but then go to the merch table and sell like 20 shirts or something like i I would do like early on i was doing crazy numbers wow and i get like 400 bucks at just at the merch table selling like stickers and koozies and pins and magnets Mm -hmm. all all this stuff much more than even if you were getting paid to yeah have a match yeah, absolutely dude. <laughs> I, yeah like and you know as, as as any podcaster does you do some research on your guests so you know oh, uh, i'm i'm yeah podcast yeah podcast kayfabe is dead we do research we look up our guests you know ah. <laughs> mm-hmm. industry secrets well so the thing i the thing i thought was yeah i don't know kind of strange maybe you know i'll 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 
but you know obviously the first place you want the first place you're going to look is in you know like a database kind of spot mm-hmm. and your style your style gets described as comedy which i, I don't that. i don't agree with what's all that yeah, i don't I agree that with too. that whatsoever Everybody if i had calls to, me a fucking it, comedy wrestler if i had it, my butt. It, <laughs> if, if i had if I had to describe it myself, I, I I consider you like a bruiser with a fun personality. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. I just I like I get pigeonholed it's, as a comedy wrestler, or whatever. I mean, it's you could terrible. just say that I'm funny. You could just do that. Yeah. And not try and I mean, that's what I because I, I like to be able to prove that I actually know what I'm doing in the ring and can wrestle and do moves and tell a story properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like when people think of comedy wrestling, there's some bs stigma that they can't do that but yeah when you look at the biggest comedy wrestlers uh quote-unquote comedy wrestlers like i look at orange cassidy and cole cabana mm-hmm. uh just from the i don't know from the american standpoint i'm very i don't watch a lot of foreign wrestling so i'm mm-hmm. i might sound ignorant but just like those two like orange cassidy is one of the best professional wrestlers in the world he can yeah. do literally anything but he mm-hmm. chooses to work his style because it's more entertaining and he obviously he he sells a shit ton of merch and he's, I mean, he's now signed and one of the biggest stars in the world of wrestling just as a whole. So stuff like, and Cole Cabana, he, he like indie wrestling would be nowhere near what it is today. If it wasn't for Colt, him mm-hmm. showing that you're able to make a living as an independent professional wrestler when you do right. all the things like that he did. And like, mm-hmm. I hate to get, I hate to give Cole Cabana any credit because we, he's my for he's my in my Fortnite crew and we got a lot of beef all the time. <laughs> But, but like that's the thing independent wrestling is wouldn't really be where it is be without him dude right. so like that like you can call him a comedy wrestler and he does he's just a wrestler who's fucking funny man yeah. like and yeah. entertaining and engaging to crowds like mm-hmm. if you want to put any weird stigma on that like go fuck yourself like i'd much right. rather go to a wrestling show where the entire crowds uh engaged and laughing and enjoying what they're seeing like a yeah. show is being put on like you want people to enjoy it and laugh along and like react. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I mean, that's what I love about wrestling. I love seeing people's faces light up and stuff, you know, like, right. Like know. they don't call Kevin Owens a comedy wrestler and oh. he's hella funny. He's saying he's, funny he's things all hilarious. the time. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they don't call Daniel Garcia funny. Right. But, right. But no uh, one yeah, it makes hilarious. me laugh. No one in wrestling makes me laugh more than Daniel Garcia, dude. Like mm-hmm. and I, and I, I might be biased obviously because we're friends and like I came up with him. But, like, another yeah. thing, I, I've been talking a lot about things I'm grateful for. I'm so grateful to have come up with him because he is, like, people will say this about their friends, but, I like, there's validity to me saying that Daniel Garcia is probably one of, like, if not the best professional wrestler to exist. And he's only freaking 23, so he's going to, like... It's, it's insane. Like, he's Th- that, very, very good. It's man. the beginning. Like he's yeah, right, right, right now is the beginning. Yet. That trips yeah. that trips me out every time because like I, I've I've seen so much of what he did, even just before he got to AEW. Yeah, like this the 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 matches he was having alone. Yeah, as like independent wrestling world champion and yeah. you know uh, just all you know all across America and then he gets and to. Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It absolutely. Oh, yeah. Eh? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No way. Eh? Um, for I yeah. mean, for a while he was like C four champion. Uh, yeah. Double, champion. I think he was double. He was. Was he double champ? 
he had limitless c4 and empire state which is a buffalo yeah. promotion did he have like a c4 though did he had the c4 title and the underground didn't he yeah he had both of them at yeah. C4. yeah quadruple champ yeah wow. Ra- rarefied air not a lot of guys have done yeah. that mm-hmm. um, shout out to dan garcia what a guy shout out always always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so speaking of your your uh your upbeat wrestling yeah. and uh <laughs> c4 in general i did notice a lot uh that you know when you're wrestling in c4 your matches will typically open a show or take place after like matches or moments that have a shitload of heat in them yeah, yeah like yeah. um so you know do you kind of like take a sense of pride in you know being the person that's like trusted to go out there and kind of get the crowd popping to open a show or to bring the energy up like after you know the local baby face just got gang beat or something for sure for sure i i I, um i don't know if it's something i think about too much because usually i'm just trying to uh wrestle before intermission so i can go out and intermission (laughs) self merch i I don't think too hard on it but like at this last c4 show it was somewhere we we went on first and then I talked to Mark, the promoter, who's a fucking phenomenal human being. Mm-hmm. And I asked him what he thought of the match. And he was like, yeah, it was perfect. It was just what we needed to start off the show. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's mm-hmm. something. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I try to get that energy anytime I come out. No matter, no, no matter where I am on the card, like, mm-hmm. that's what I strive to achieve in every match. Like, get the crowd very, like, extremely engaged. And especially at C4. C4 is a big insane crowd that's loud and mm-hmm. they want to be entertained so i like want to give that to them and, like luckily i i think i do because the reactions i hear there are just unreal like c4 has my heart entirely man like mm-hmm. yeah. coming out and, like it's it, it starts with the entrance music even like just setting a tone for the kind of match you're gonna have mm-hmm. and like i was coming out like my entrance music is james brown song but just recently with me and ricky tagging we we had workshopped a lot of um, entrance musics. Uh, uh, for a little bit, we were coming out to "Killing in the Name" by Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> when when Lizzo's album "Special" came out, we came out to almost every single song on that album, <laughs> just just because I like them. Uh, uh, like, oh, dude, we came out to this song. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Lizzo's recent album. Uh, so the first song on the album is "The Sign," mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, if you're looking for the sign, bitch, I'm it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the song starts with, <laughs> hi, motherfucker, did you miss yeah. me? And, and dude, I had to come out to a song and went, hi. Like, I, went, uh, I wrestled, wrestled with this company. We're actually, me and Ricky are tag team champions in Barrie, Ontario for the company. Barry Barry wrestling. wrestling. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, <laughs> we wrestled inside of a church. Oh. And uh, they couldn't come out to hi, motherfucker, apparently. Right. But uh, yeah, just workshopping all these songs and they all have a good positive vibe. And that's what I like to start up the show off. But recently, a song that really clicked was absolutely parentheses story of a girl by mm-hmm. nine days and coming out to that. <laughs> started coming out to that because of mm-hmm. everything everywhere all at once. The movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that. The Yeah. One of the best fucking movies ever made. Um. But like that song's featured in that in, in that movie, and I was like, maybe we could come out to this. And dude, the first time we did the like they faded the music out, and the whole crowd was still singing, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's it, that's fucking that's it. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the, if the if the crowd a acapella, that's oh, definitely yeah. that's it. 
that's banger territory right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, t- you, you you touched on Ricky Wildy. Oh yeah, pretty. You've got you've Ricky got Wildy. You've got like uh, you've got a knack for finding some wild tag partners. Uh, I do have a lot of wild tag. You, you've you've uh, you've had some some uh, team. What you teamed with Jeff Cannonball, mm-hmm. Club Soda Baby, yeah, Se- <laughs> uh, Sexy Eddie, mm. uh, the sexual icons, and mm. and now Ricky Wildy as well. <laughs> Pretty Ricky Wildy. My fucking for, man. For, are you guys? Like one, are you a, just like a magnet for unique people? Um, probably, yeah, definitely <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I think I attract a wide array of different people and uh, human beings, and I, I love that shit, man. I like mm-hmm. having a diverse friend group and fan group, fucking people from all over the place, that they can all relate to goofy ass puff. That's something. That's something I take pride in. I tell you what, like I don't give yeah. a shit about. Opening a show hot, but if I can get like different people from different walks of life and all different sorts of whatever uh, backgrounds and uh, I don't know any like if I can get people who are super different that can relate to fucking me, that's something I take pride in over anything, man. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, hey. that's that's pretty dope. Yeah. Are, are you and Ricky ever going to name the team? Uh, I mean, we we're just uh, the Puff and Ricky experience, the Ricky and Puff experience. Just okay, oh. yeah. Well, I, I like think that it. works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, gonna, people just gotta experience it. You know, I wanna I wanna pop this chat up real quick here. Pop Puff up, is uh-oh. chill and not judgmental, and that's why so many are friends with him. That's some yeah. sweet. That's some sweet words, there, human person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and usually, if 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 you're not friends with me or you have some sort of beef with me, you're. Uh, you're a piece of shit. So I don't know. I'm, I'm humble enough to say that, dude. Like, I recently lost a friend who did something bad and mm-hmm. couldn't take accountability for his actions. So it's I, I was like, you know what, man? I've showed this dude a lot of love, and he's returned it with negative energy and meanness. And maybe I said one thing that got to him, but maybe it got to him because there was a little bit of truth to it. Mm. and he reacted like a child and I, I i tried to i took accountability for anything i said and he just wouldn't he just wouldn't meet me in the middle on anything so i don't have time for that energy i don't have time for negative energy or negative people or people who can't own up to mistakes they've made you know so mm-hmm. you know, i've made a shit ton of mistakes i can i can stand behind them though that's real. We love lessons like that on a because it's more about uh, you know things like that out here. You gotta the life of an independent wrestler, the life of a wrestler. There's so many yeah. things that are involved, and so many times you need to just get in a headspace to yeah. be able to survive because it could be a lot out there trying to wrestle, remember the matches, oh, uh, interact with people, sell merch, sell yourself. 100%. Like all these things are very important to it. Talk to us a little bit about uh, wrestling in America. How's the independent oh, scene, at, scene out uh, in Buffalo? How is it out northeast? Have you made yourself out here to the West Coast yet? Will you uh, be out here in the West Coast? Uh, I'd love to come to the West Coast. I've talked mm. to uh, Scott, who runs West Coast Pro. I really fucking uh-huh. him. That's my he, homie. He's mentioned a few times. He's like, oh, when flights go down, we'll try and bring Puff out here. But it's, 
uh, I mean, flights have just gone up and up. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, dude, I'm, I would love to wrestle there. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I got my eyes on a few like companies out there, and I, I mean, I'd love to travel out there, but I haven't yep. yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I wrestle a lot in Canada. Most of my mm-hmm. bookings are in Canada, so like. The states, like I wrestle in Buffalo. There's a company here called Grapple Pro that's associated with Grapplers Anonymous, and they got a mm-hmm. show coming up at, at the end of the month. Uh, and that's pretty cool. It's got a lot of younger talent uh, from the gym, as well as bringing in people like Brian Keith was at the last one. Shout out to uh-huh. Brian Keith, the bounty yeah. hunter dude. Mm-hmm. That was sick. And I was able to, like, I, I take that's something I take pride in, like being able to coordinate stuff like that. Like he was on C4 the day beforehand. And then his booking the next day got canceled. Mm. So Mark reached out to me and said, hey, do you think Grapple Pro would want Brian Keith on their show? And I was like, I don't care. He needs to be on this show. Right. That that brings brings the show up. You know, it brings everybody Mm -hmm. up, stuff like that. Bringing in someone like Keith. And so, like, luckily we made that happen. And he had a sick match against a dude who it's like that kind of thing means a lot to a younger talent like. The dude who he yeah. wrestled, the, the Dark Horse. Hopefully, he changes his nickname, Anthony Musso, who I love. He's <laughs> Dark Horse. He's, he's dude. He's someone I like to call him meat and potatoes Musso, but he hates that. But, he doesn't uh, want to switch to that. Yeah, he doesn't want to. Like, just because there's so many Dark Horses out there, dude. Yeah, but, right. But Musso's right. someone who's so passionate about wrestling. He's at training every week, and he's busting his ass. And I just want like that kind of opportunity means so much to have. Like now he's got that match, and it was a good match. Yep. And, like. I'm um, being able to send that and show that he can go toe to toe with someone like Brian Keith, who's a huge name on the independence. So mm-hmm. stuff like that, I think is really cool. Um, what else? Uh, like limit. I, I was at limitless for a while. And I'm hoping to mm-hmm. come back to limitless. I got to talk to him. The dates haven't lined up uh, the past few times. We've tried to make something happen. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't seen you at beyond in a minute either. Yeah, um, man. I mean, it's just like the, the they're doing the wrestling open thing and mm-hmm. the, the it's, it's showcasing a lot of, uh, like northeastern talent and the yeah. thing is like beyond is like seven hours away from me so it's tough yeah. to try and figure mm-hmm. out like i i just ha- i haven't attempted to get on one of those shows i hopefully could i'm friends with drew books i was mm-hmm. i was there for a while doing uh uncharted territory and mm-hmm. i was on that american rana show which was cool with fucking crazy like eight person ladder match for the feast ta- title of the Mm-hmm. Title that had a burger on it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just pure insanity. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm very proud of a lot of the matches I had to be on. Like, I wrestled Blackwood there and Thurston there, and uh, wrestled Violence is Forever and Chuck O'Neill. Mm. And uh, like, pairing off with Chuck O'Neill, who's like a legit fucking UFC fighter. Yeah. And like, dude, I remember just being in that match, and me and him were paired off, and we were just like going at it. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's trying to take me down. I can't let this fucking <laughs> UFC fighter take me. I was like, Everything in me was like, don't look like an idiot and fall down. He's like, it's like UFC fighter Chuck O'Neill's trying to take you down. And I'm like, no, no, no. I got to the right. Dude, it was like that. That was wild. Uh, that was a really fun match. It's on YouTube, mm-hmm. by the way, if anyone wants to check that out. Boom. Go find oh. it. Buffalo Brothers versus Violence is Forever and Chuck O'Neill. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't yeah. been a Beyond in a while. I'd love to go back. Um, but, you know, scheduling and stuff is kind of hard, like Thursday nights. And, uh, and like, the I think everyone knows it's out in the open that, like, the pay on those shows is um, divided by, like, the door mm-hmm. money. Like, there was, I remember, like, yeah. a group chat got leaked and it was, all, it was all on Twitter. And it's like, yeah. 
man, it's all agreed upon. You guys are making a fuss mm-hmm. over. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. They, and it's uh, like, that, that's the thing. It's like you like sacrifice, like they'd be packing that house now. Yeah, though. no, like, I've heard they've, they've, uh, they've grown their audience uh, significantly yeah. over from like I've I've watched almost every episode since they yeah. started it and like I mean you can see the difference in the crowds from the it's, beginning it's wild right. and stars are being made there dude like totally. it's, it's shining mm-hmm. such a light on younger talent there like miracle generation like dude little mean Kathleen literally my favorite fucking wrestler she's awesome fucking hilarious so funny mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. um uh, like Ted Goods, uh, yeah. the ship Alec, crew up there. Fucking Alec Price Alec has Price. Been Alec He's Price, all the way yeah. to the roof. Fancy, fancy Ryan Clancy. Fancy Ryan Clancy. Yeah. Uh, fancy Ryan Clancy. I got to see him wrestle uh, as he came up to C4 and he was on a pre show against two Buffalo dudes, Isaiah Prince and Coobs. And like seeing, okay. like, I wanted to root for my guys, but dude, I was watching Fancy Ryan Clancy's. Clancy wrestle. I was like, Coobs is a hell of a name, too. Coobs yeah, is dude. a great name. <laughs> he, he did a AEW Dark, and they called him Cubes. And the whole, <laughs> the whole crowd just started getting Cubes at him. Like, oh, no. <laughs> he's yeah. going to have to change the pronunciation on yeah. that now. Wow, he's got, like, p- people need to understand the pronunciation. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, like, mm-hmm. you either you either teach it to everyone or you just accept it that they won't, <laughs> yeah. they, that, they'll, that they'll never learn kind of things. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna sh- get a super chat up here real quick. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna are y'all gonna I'm watch two? Are y'all gonna watch two D versus Mew Yamashita on the 21st? Of course, man. Twin wow. Clan. We're gonna I watch. Yes. I know. We're gonna. We're gonna watch Glory Pro. Yes, yes. of course, Come Van Twin Blade. Oh wait, actually, I was joking. I totally do know those people. Yeah, <laughs> I was on a show with her. She used to come up to Superkick when I wrestled at Superkick, dude. Shout mm-hmm. out to her. Are you uh out at the school training? Everyone? Oh no. Never, no. never. I will not I will not claim myself as a trainer of anyone okay. because I don't have the confidence to say that I could train someone. I don't I barely know what I'm fucking doing. I I give like advice and stuff, but I always yeah. I always preface it with like this is what has worked for me mm-hmm. and I'm a very unique and different kind of person. Like everyone has different paths and everyone like there's so many little differences and shit. So it's like mm-hmm. finding your difference and yep. like showing it like I'll throw in some stuff, but I would never claim to be able to train anyone, you know. Mm. And that's you know what? Uh, that's true. That's... Here's a problem in wrestling. Sorry, yep. I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent. Nope, There's a lot of it. people who have this false confidence where they think they can train people. There's a lot of schools that are open with people who it's like, don't train people. You don't know what you're <laughs> doing. Don't 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 continue this on. What are you doing? <laughs> Like and this comes. I mean, it's like I've had a little bit of success. I mean, here I am on the freaking the best independent wrestling podcast. There you go. Look, come on. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I'm not gonna try and train people. So it's like, right? What's going on in your head that you think you are so good that you can pass on your knowledge when it's like your knowledge is. Pump, it's crazy. It'll be like uh, once appeared on AEW Dark, and now I'm a yeah, trainer. I don't not, know if I'm that's enough. Up a school, yeah, like, I don't think it is. No. And it's not like I can go on Twitter and be like, no, don't do this. Because I'm an asshole. I mean, again, right. that's the negative energy I don't want to fucking put out. Exactly. And I'm not going to fucking name anybody. But mm-hmm. like, I, I see schools open. I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Shit. This sucks. For wrestling as a whole, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's what bums me out. And for but, the um, students, 
Who, who who graduated there? So I know who I don't want to work with. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Who's your trainer? Oh no, they're tra- they trained you. How? Why? You mean Ooh, three months ago, and you're already here? What the hell? Yeah, dude. There's no authority in wrestling. That's that, like, hey, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta live with it. You gotta deal with it. There is no authority. How did? Yeah. Is, will that ever be changed, or that's just like what life is? Because anybody can do whatever the fuck they want. If you find a yeah. building and a ring. You're a trainer now, or you're a wrestling 100%. company at all. You know what I yeah. mean? Like 100%. Yeah, it's it's never going to change. I don't see a solution. It's we're fucked. <laughs> we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone can do whatever the hell they want. And if you give them any grief for it, you're a fucking brick. You're the one. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a like, disaster. It's I, like it'll perpetually happen, but it's the same cycle that always happens where the good shit still rises and continues yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then all the shit just like eventually will fall off and yeah, disappear. Yeah. No, there's so, a bunch of fly by night promotions in wrestling schools. That yeah. Are contin- it's going to continuously happen till the yeah. end of time. I will that. give one example of the opposite of that happening, though. Like Josh Alexander had a school for a while up in Canada and obviously josh is fucking phenomenal and his training mm-hmm. was also great and there was some like issue with the fucking venue for the school that had made it they forced it to close down and that kind of sucked that was like shitty because that was like popping for a minute yeah and and josh was training people and that was really cool but yeah it's the opposite thing oh, that, that was yeah. that was unfortunate yeah man mm-hmm. yeah um, but again I, shout out josh alexander he fucking rolls Good he's time. the man Quick recovery, I, my we friends. We got heat, though. We got heat, yeah. Though. yeah, of course. One, one day, we'll go at it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We'll buttonheads in the, anytime we're in a locker room, screaming match between me and Josh Alexander. <laughs> it's the bald with the beard thing. You yeah, can't be bald the, with the beard in here. Yeah, he, he, he's tried to kick me out of locker rooms, and I've actually kicked him out of locker rooms. I'm like, no, nah, not today, Josh. The fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, take your big old title and get Yeah, you think you're an here. impact world yeah. champion? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Swinging his dick around the locker. Just thinking uh, just come up here and eat fried chicken over pretty Ricky Wildy's bag like that. Crazy. Oh my <laughs> god. Anyways. Anywho. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Back at it. <laughs> Let's get it back on track. That's my bad. I'm going no, it's all good. No. It's all good. We love it. No, we're having a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, so you, meant, you, you mentioned a lot of your bookings being in Canada. Yeah. And, like, I, Buffalo and Canada already just have this, like, weird synergy anyway for some yeah. reason. I think we just, you know, we're, we're, like, we're, like, uh, we're like siblings that each live with the other parent. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, parent yeah. trap style. Yeah, yeah exactly. We know but like, so did like what's the, do you like being an honor? You're like an honorary Canadian, basically. You're, uh, you're yeah. I mean, pretty much. You've, yeah, you've got a dedicated international fan base. Absolutely, dude. I'm trying to make it more international pretty soon. By the way, dude, I'm trying to. Oh, I'm going to the UK in June. Oh, sweet. Okay. I haven't I haven't announced it anywhere just because my passport hasn't come in, so I'm ah, nervous. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it should it should be here any day. But it, it better get here, man. I'm gonna have to call the, uh, somebody. Um, are yeah. you having like an excursion, as they say out there? Yeah, What's going yeah. on out there? I'm staying there for the whole month, and I'm just trying to get sweet. on shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I got on, uh, it hasn't been announced or anything, so I don't know if I want to say it, but there's a big mm-hmm. show early on in June that I got a spot on, and I'm very happy about. Let's go. But, uh, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to bring the freaking Puff experience over there and hopefully yeah. continue to bring it back. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but, like, Canada, um, a lot of people call me an honorary Canadian, and I, like, 
it's not something I call myself or anything like that because I'm not trying to tarnish any Canadian uh, pride. Um, are are we actually as polite and apologetic as we get called though? Like that I'm I'm um, from I'm from I'm from Hamilton. So oh, you're from Hamilton. Okay, yes, fucking Hamilton, yes. the land of waterfalls. I've never seen a never seen a waterfall in Hamilton, but I've heard they have the most in the world for some reason. Is that yeah, true? It, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't go on nature hikes. I talk about wrestling on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wait at my desk all day. Uh-huh. How, how much Osmos do you eat? Oh shit! Don't, why are you gonna call me out like that, Puff? Oh, dude, I love yeah, you. Been, you hit live... something with that one. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I'll drive I'll... up to Hamilton just to get Osmos. It's just, it's hey. just, a, it's just a chicken shawarma chain. It's not even like a small business. No. I just really like. No, it. it's uh, I, I live, I live on like a small side street off of a main road. Okay. And there's a gas station on the corner of my street and the main road, and beside that is an Osmos. Oh, yeah. I eat there. Awesome. I, I I eat shawarma like once a week, minimally. I, I mean, if I yeah. live next to a fucking Osmos, I'd eat there every day. I don't know. Why. I, I'm that state, it, it it gets it gets expensive. So yeah, I've got to I've got to. Yeah, man. Oh, they did too. What my my new thing now is that I'll just actually order it for pickup on Uber Eats and walk over there and get it and just bring it home. Dude, that's and that's, but, that's exercise right there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Calories. No, shawarma's good anyway. It's like all protein except yeah, for like the whole, rice, dude, except for the whole yeah, except for the whole big fucking wrap around it. Canadian uh, ass conversation. I love these Canadian ass conversations. I, oh no, I get I get like the big shawarma wrap. It's like the I would hardly say side. that this is Canadian because no. shawarma is not inherently Canadian. I'm in the Bay Area. Shawarma very popping out here. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about yeah, yeah. But I like getting the like. I like getting the jumbo wrap. It's like the size of my whole forearm. Mm-hmm. Clay Wilson, the guy I mentioned earlier, my buddy, we yeah. went to Osmos and he had Osmos for the first time. I've never ordered a wrap, but he ordered a wrap and it was like this big. And I was yeah. like, how long has that been on the fucking menu? Why did I never get Always. this? And it's got like Always. every vegetable under the sun on it. It looked incredible. And I'm just like eating my chicken and rice with the white sauce. I don't know. What mm-hmm. the fuck, man? Hey, yo, how, how soon did you find out that their their hot sauce scale is, like, broken? Uh, I, I, I went I, in with uh, a knowledge on it. So mm, I always okay. just do a little, and I'm That's like, important. Yeah, Shit. yeah, no, this is, yeah, they're one of those places where, like, if they have the, like, out of zero to five chili pepper uh, scale yeah, for their yeah. heat, mm-hmm. and, like, you think the three is, like, safe and okay, yeah, but it's that's... actually hot lava already at the three, so by the time you get to the five, you're yeah. actually, you're actually just eating molten metal. I get no, the man. big plate, and I do one thing of hot sauce, like, one line of hot sauce, and I'm like, don't do any more, because mm. that will cover the whole thing and burn the shit out of you, dude, it's... An intense hot sauce. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm so happy we could yeah. we got to squeeze an Osmos discussion. Yeah, well, Osmos. Awesome. This is, if I can get a sponsorship, yeah. that'd be really cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, we're we're like the we're the number one independent wrestling. Yeah, number one podcast. independent podcast. Can we can we, can we get somebody said it? I don't know. Please, yeah. Hey, yeah, you know, well, I heard pop. it on the street once. Puff, yeah. Hey, puff, puff, puff said it. Puff is God, straight from the mouth of God. Puff uh, is God. That's true. So, uh, before, before, before we do wrap it up and get you out of here though, I did have some, uh, I did have some, some, some word association for you here. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. With Mm -hmm. some, uh, 
with uh, you know maybe some is some people you know some people you uh oh this could get bad with, yeah some, some people that friend that are friends maybe frenemies you don't have to give us a one word response but like if you want to just a, a short sentence to describe mm-hmm. these people uh Let's go. daniel garcia uh, gonna start best. with the obvious mm-hmm. all the right best. kevin mm-hmm. bennett um dad <laughs> <laughs> about to be Kevin. a double dad soon he, got, he just mm. announced he's having a second baby shout out to bennett oh nice. yeah shout out to bennett nice mm. uh the other kevin kevin blackwood <laughs> no mm. comment <laughs> i got nothing to say about him what kb did <laughs> Not gonna talk about it on the number one independent wrestling. Podcast, I'll tell you that. Okay, I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask KB what he did. Uh, dude, Will oh, he, he tell he, me what I'm he sure did? I'm sure he'll tell you. I'm sure. Uh, Can't Mark... tell himself in a mirror, but I'm sure he'll tell you. <laughs> I'm staying out of it. I'm not gonna ask. Never mind. I'm next, next topic. Next topic. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, we'll flip this already. Yeah, re- real easy. Mark Paulisle. Oh, one of the best people out there. One one of the best people alive. Love him to death. Awesome. Uh, the main event. Oh God. I mean, there's multiple main events. I know the main event you're talking. That's about. it. Yeah, Jay Lai. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I just fucking love those dudes so fucking much. Mm-hmm. God, I, I I hadn't seen them in forever, man. And we caught up this weekend, and I I think I put a tweet out about them, like them and Philly Marino experience, like mm-hmm. just seeing them this weekend, just fucking made me so happy like be, just seeing them being able to be around them it's just like positive energy and it's just something like something my soul needed man and it was just fucking awesome i love those yeah. dudes so much That's you guys crazy. looked like you were having hella fun wrestling philly marino experience oh yeah it was <laughs> dude it was it was chaos but it was so much fun because like we were on first and they got there five minutes before we had to go out but it worked dude it was just fun and mm-hmm. dude oh no you you could see the friendship then because yeah. I, I i watched the show last night i wouldn't have yeah. believed that was a five minute match so yeah and if, yeah. if, if you if i can shout out something uh one of my favorite matches i've ever had well it was the first time i uh first time i had wrestled the main event i think i had wrestled P- uh, pme before i don't know what c4 show it was on but it was me and ricky versus the main event versus uh pme and that match i'm very proud of i'm very happy with i fucking love everyone in the ring mm-hmm. uh if you can search that one out i love that match i'm tempted to say that was literally the month before time and tide last year mm-hmm. wasn't it it, it might have been mm-hmm. that sounds yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I, I loved a lot. Yeah, look the match up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up. We'll it. link y'all. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. It's yeah. on IWTV somewhere. It's on IWTV. C4, yeah. look, look, Capital City Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. it up on Cage Match. Mm-hmm. Find the match. Watch and if you the don't show, have IWTV, sign up with my code, Puff is God. Yeah. Get the seven day free trial or however mm-hmm. long it is now. It used to be 30 days. Mm-hmm. They didn't grandfather my code in with the Mm-mm. 30 days. It got taken down. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. hey, you can watch the match for free. There you there go. We go. I got a couple. I got a couple more of these and we'll catch you on, Addy. Yeah, get dude, you on I, your way. Do we have a time extent? Is there like, are we going to get cut off at an hour? No, we're not. No. Dude, I'll talk forever. Dude. You guys <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Hit me with all sorts of dude. 
Yeah. Oh. Some curveballs. Oh, some yeah. curveballs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I, 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 the the list I have here is you know mostly oh, people that yeah. you know. But uh, mm-hmm. so uh, who else? We, uh, Junior Benito. Oh, dude. I uh, did some <laughs> with him in the locker room where uh, I wanted to go through a move, and I was like, Benito, will you help me with this? Benito also, fucking, just the purest soul. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that as a short answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we did something where uh, I picked him up for something, trying out a move, and I set him down, and I was like, you're just really good at wrestling, dude. Like, <laughs> I just looked at him, and like we all laughed, and I was like, you're just so good, aren't you, dude? What the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. Junior Benito, fucking phenomenal. He's gonna he's gonna be on TV soon enough, I think, because he's he's just got he's got an energy. He's got I mean he's got everything, dude. He's got a good look to him. He's fucking in shape and shit. He he he's a, he's a king, man. He's mm-hmm. just just a pure soul that I will I will put my life on the line against anyone who tries to. Uh, tarnish his purity. Mm-hmm. I will kill them. <laughs> I care about Junior Benito a great deal. Need to protect He's... him. At, protect Junior at all costs. I, I highly My... recommend finding I Junior Benito. I, I highly recommend finding his TikTok. It's so fucking funny, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't. Know I saw something the other the week. He was eating uh, mac and cheese out of like a Ziploc bag or something. I was like, what the fuck? He is pretty pure. Like Just like a... Yeah. Dude, nice he, had, he had one TikTok where he's just in a nightclub alone and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just the greatest thing you'll ever see. Oh my god. One of my favorite series of tweets is uh James Stone either oh, his like him. quoting Junior or like describing or like short conversations he's had with Junior. <laughs> yeah. And some of it is just like I'm like, did this really happen? And the more stories of, about Junior that I hear, it, I'm just I I'm convinced these are no, nothing is fabricated on those. It happened. It's just all it's, real shit. It's all true. All right, I'll come back to another Buffalo guy, uh, MJL Myung J Lee. Ooh. Uh, what can I say for him? Not a Buffalo guy. <laughs> Uh, he, um, he's actually from Albany. He won't tell you. Oh, but however, however, uh, I'm going to say that for one second because, uh, another pure soul dude, too kind for his own good. Um, awesome. I, I fucking, I have so much love in my heart for that man. I love him to death. Uh, yeah, he, he's from Albany, but he went to school, uh, near Buffalo and he trained at grapplers. So he is definitely an honorary Buffalo brother for sure. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I fucking love him to death. He's, he's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, I teared up watching his match with Uno Day this slayed. weekend. It was, mm-hmm. that was... It was so good. I was, I was standing at the merch table and my only regret was that I couldn't hug him as soon as I, uh, he got to the back after his match. Cause it was, mm-hmm. it was so mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I teared up. I teared up talking about it to him in the car on the way there, dude. I was like, "You gotta fucking kill this man! <laughs> Such a huge opportunity. I'm so happy for you." I was like crying in the car. I like, love it. I love yeah. it, man. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever you, whatever you gassed him up with, he 
he worked. put that shit in overdrive. That match. That I was will take zero credit for that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, I appreciate it. it's all him. He is dope. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I yeah, no, he's his his time is definitely coming. Like I oh, that yeah. that match with Uno, I was like, I'm watching that last night. And I'm like, they're going to run this back eventually, and yeah. and and uh, MJL is going to beat Uno when they mm-hmm. run this back. Like mm-hmm. that was. That match was fire. That whole show last night, honestly, like C four really, C four really puts on a dandy uh, monthly show. Yeah, C four has been on the forefront of independent wrestling since they started, dude. And it's just, I'm I, that's I'm proud to be a part of that, dude. Like, mm-hmm. proud and grateful to share that ring because there's a legacy and uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It's a prestige to it. Yeah, there's like a standard to being in that ring. So it means a lot to be trusted to be there every month, you know, and like have a match there every month. Yeah. Uh, Got got three more of these. Oh. Old tag partner, Sexy Eddie. I love Sexy Eddie so much. We we just have a, like, from the second we met, there was just a chemistry – and just like our brains are on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. It's like we, we would just talk about wrestling and talk about like having fun. I believe this would be a background noise mute. If I had, yes, if if uh, if, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if uh, my microphone if, is all fucked up, it was, yeah, there was yeah. going on outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and my and my mic. This arm thing that my mic is on is all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, sexy Eddie, just same wavelength. How about that? That's that's my short answer for sexy Eddie. We're mm-hmm. just, all right, I love that man to death. Uh, we just talked about his match with MJL, but Evil Uno, Evil Uno, mm-hmm. he's one of the only people in wrestling or in the world that call me by my real government name. Mm-hmm. Him and my mother, because we share we share a first name, so it's super weird. I'm like, why is this guy always calling me this name? No one, I don't introduce myself as that name because it's just like I've been puff since I was very young, way long mm-hmm. before wrestling. So I was like, what is going on? Uh, Evil Uno is fucking fantastic, dude. He's just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, f- uh a standard for wrestling in Canada, dude. Like just the, I, I don't know. Just fucking, I never got to wrestle him, which uh, sucked. I was supposed to have a match with him, uh, but it ended up the, the day uh, me and the other Buffalo brothers got in that bad accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were late to the show because of car troubles and stuff. Uh, it ended up being a Buffalo brothers four way rather than it was like me, Uno and somebody else. But since then, I've never had to, I've never gotten to wrestle Uno. But yeah, dude, he he can just have a match with anybody and fucking absolutely kill it. So shout out to Evil Uno. I don't know if I have a short answer for him. No, you got it. That's perfect. Yeah. That match could still happen too. It's not over. That's true. That's oh, true. Yeah. He's wrestling yeah. Young Jay Lee. I didn't get a chance with the yeah. fuck, bro. Come on, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude, dude, Come on, us, Mark. Give me and Ricky SSB. Uh, yes. Dark Order. Sorry. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Look that. Oh, look that. Oh, man. oh I want that. 
Batman. Really fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, you know, while we're talking about tag teams for you and Ricky to wrestle, another yeah. tag team, uh, the Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we only got a little taste of that because at Fighting Back, uh, against, I know we're talking a lot about C4. I assume it's from you because the Canadian influence. Mm-hmm. Canadian and, influence, Mark. We had Mark on the show uh, yeah. for their 15th anniversary. We're always talking oh, yeah. about C4. Yeah. On the C- show. They're, yeah, the, yeah. they're the first featured show I ever, mm-hmm. like yeah. when it was just me talking alone here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're. Steve, like I, I'm from Ontario, so C4 yeah, yeah. is like this is they, they, is standard, they, baby. They, yeah. they're my, they're my, you know, crazy mega indie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Um, but yeah, again, just uh, when I had my own podcast, the Puffcast, which maybe I'll bring it back one day or something. I, totally I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to do something with Ricky where we do a, po- a podcast. Mm. Oh uh, my God. But I, I did like multiple episodes where I just talked about how much I love C4. And like the locker room environment and the people there, dude, and Mark, like, and how how like honored I am for him to trust me enough to fucking have matches there all the time, and like how grateful mm-hmm. I am to wrestle there. Um, but and, and like how how happy I am to be a part of like things like the fighting back events they do every year, where they raise yeah. so much money for cancer research. It's unbelievable. It's mm-hmm. like nobody's touching that in independent wrestling. It's just something so special. And that's something I'm so proud to be a part of. Uh, and that, that all that to say, like, at the last one of those, it was me, Ricky, and Sexy Eddie versus TDT and The Butcher. Yes. So that's, uh, oh, wait, yeah. I, I also, I mean, that's, what, that's the only time me and Ricky have uh, wrestled either The Butcher or The Blade. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever wrestled, like, oh, no, I definitely have wrestled. The butcher, the butcher and the blade with multiple different tag team partners. Mm. Yeah. None, none of which being Ricky, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully one day. Yes. Yeah, Look Ricky. At Ricky yeah, is uh yeah, Ricky is such an interesting fellow. I uh we when we mark. when we had Mark uh on here, it was for C4's 15th anniversary. So I I uh I, I reached out to like a whole bunch of C4 uh, regulars and stuff uh, and requested some like and like pat like went back into the past history too and requested some video messages. Did you hit people. me up? Did I ignore you? I, I might have. I totally you might have. You might have. But I think I'm it was so on, I, I think it was on an old it was on like an old account. And I'm pretty sure that one was oh. shot. It was like an old Twitter account. And I'm pretty sure that yeah, one was shadow sure. banned. So oh my God. yeah, no, my, but, uh, my my first Twitter that had like a shit ton of followers got yeah. fucking suspended indefinitely because I quote tweeted a match graphic, dude. And I, I literally actually haven't since Twitter's been super messed up on my desktop, it has me signed in as my old Twitter with zero like it's all, it's like a suspended account. Mm-hmm. But oh, no. I can I can see the last tweet that got me suspended, <laughs> and it's it's a it's a quote tweet of a match graphic, and it's a punch it's it's a match graphic for a match called Punch Your Ticket Four Way Dance, <laughs> and uh, it's me, Mark Wheeler, Evan Greenaway, and Anton Alexiev, all three other great Ontario talents. Uh, but I quote tweeted it and said, I'm going to punch Mark Wheeler in the face really hard and hope I draw blood. And if I don't, I'm going to do it again harder. 
And that got me. That's it. That, that <laughs> got me indefinitely suspended. Multiple appeals. You doing a, a a wrestling promo got you suspended. Yeah. Mm. And it's like I had to I sent this fucking dissertation about how wrestling is not real. <laughs> and like like had no one read it. I'm sure no one read it. Expose the business Damn. to Twitter support to get you. Damn, <laughs> Damn. And I think it, Damn. it was like Damn. I don't think anyone like reported it because it was like as soon as I hit send tweet. I got an email saying my account got suspended. Mm, that's and so I think annoying. it's because I hope I draw blood and punch <laughs> and punch were in the same sentence, and it's fucking ridiculous, dude. That's weird, man. Damn Fuck it. Twitter. And this is before mm. fucking Elon Musk was in charge. Oh yeah, well yeah, because yeah. now 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 you could say all sorts of shit on Twitter mm. and never have to worry about losing your account or facing any kind of repercussions for it. It's a fucked Damn up whole living. It's crazy. Yeah. I got my Twitter, my Twitter banned, my old Twitter banned off of a GIF. I sent the Liam Neeson's. If you, uh, I don't know who you are, but I'll find you and I'll kill you. Because somebody yeah. said somebody said that Amazing Red wasn't influential in uh, wrestling. So I was like, this GIF. But I didn't say it. GIF? I just sent the GIF. I didn't say it. I'm like, I got the GIF from Twitter. Like I typed in oh Twitter, God. Liam Neeson's gift, and it came. And they were like, Yeah, oh, no, that's that's hate speech. That was bullshit. That's insane. <laughs> and this I, is before uh, Elon too. Yeah. Son of a bitch. What was that? Fascist. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Hey. What was it? We'll be back there. What, later. what was I saying about Ricky? Oh yeah, the uh, video he sent in for Mark. Well, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show it to you after. <laughs> but this man was standing in front of his green screen. I don't know what background. I can't remember what background he put on there. <laughs> and he was wearing no fucking clothes whatsoever. <laughs> but his camera, the bottom of the frame stopped just above where anything would be visible. Yes, so he's, he's like congratulating Mark on 15 years of C4 and like oh, thanking God. him for <laughs> being a, you That's know, awesome. he's like, thanks for being such a great guy. Meanwhile, like, Oh shit! You know, three three more inches out of frame is just his whole cock and balls just nice. sitting, there, just hanging there. And fuck it, there was the. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, I you're think wish, I, you're wishing you saw those far, ten other inches. I'm, I'm other like, inches. I'm like, I feel, I'm like, I feel like I can put this video into the real, but like, <laughs> should I put this video uh, into the? But yeah, no, I, I, I was like, that is the most. <laughs> That's the most Ricky video he could have sent me for that. Wow. Absolutely. That was insane. Incredible. Legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. Van uh, Twinblade sent two dollars in to say he got banned for being mean to Nazis. I you know what? I wouldn't mm. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah, no, that's pretty normal. Yeah, in today's Twitter, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. You can't even talk about those. Can't talk people. can't talk about ownership like that. Come on, oh. Van Twinblade. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Unreal. Oh, man. Well, look, we've uh we've we've heard your whole story about how you got into wrestling by not being into wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Your your international stardom in Canada. Hey. Your your mm-hmm. your uh you know, we got we got your thoughts on a whole bunch of your friends and cohorts. Your yeah. Twitch stream, by the way, uh the URL is the same as your Twitter. It's right there uh yeah, under his name, twitch.tv slash puff the wrestler. Yeah. Uh My Instagram any- is still Puff is God though. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely, and uh, I definitely uh, sent. I don't use Instagram like ever. So, oh, yeah. so when you're like, send the link to the interview to my Instagram, yeah. and I went to it, and I was just like, oh, it's Puff the Wrestler. So I just went Puff the Wrestler, wow. went to message, sent the link, and then I saw your Twitter message where you said my Instagram is Puff oh, is yeah. God. By the way. Mm-hmm. And the whole time we've been doing this, I've been kind of hoping that this random Puff the Wrestler would just pop up in the That'd box. Be sick. Of the mm-hmm. I think I might ha- I might own Puff. Oh, maybe I don't. It's someone with a podcast, and that's why I thought it was also you, because it just, like, it seemed to be... And I'm like, okay. Oh, oh yeah, well. no, that that's my old Puff podcast Instagram. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> and, okay, um, well... I, I changed the name to Puff the Wrestler because... I wanted that at just in case I was gonna change it. So okay. I do still have that. I, I don't. I don't know if I remember the email for it. But mm. Okay. That's, well, that's then, me. That's good. Okay. Well, so yeah, you've got <laughs> the, the, you've got a DM for me in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but uh, do you have anything else you need? You wanted to promote, talk about, put over, get uh, out there, let people mm-hmm. know where they can find some cool shit. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, I don't know. You can find me on all that social media shit, but um, yeah, Puff the Wrestler and everything. Uh, I've been I've been really into uh, the show Ted Lasso and mm. uh, the show Shrinking, both on Apple TV. If we can talk about that for a little bit, um, I'd love to do. That. <laughs> I'd love to do that. I'd love, I'd love to just bring yeah. up some of my interests real quick. Sell me on sell me on either of these shows because I mm-hmm. I I'm always looking for a my new mom just to told me to watch Ted Lasso this week and my mom was like you should watch this show and I was like all right yeah. I'll check it out she had some good what? reasoning behind it what Ted Lasso is the greatest television show ever made like mm-hmm. straight up is that like what is what what what's the premise of Ted Lasso Ted Lasso is uh, a show about an American football coach. Oh, okay. Goes, yeah. Goes over to England to coach soccer or football, a real football, uh, the world sport. <laughs> um, and it's just like about, I don't know, you know what's crazy? I watched a video last night. There, there was a new episode last night. And after watching it, there was a feature that's, that was something like, Who is Ted Lasso? And it was like this two minute clip that's narrated by a character uh, who plays a journalist in the show. And it was like a perfect encapsulation of the show that I wish I could remember anything from. But it's just like, <laughs> it, it just is like, he's mo- he's moving to coach soccer in the in Europe because he's going through some stuff in his life and like his effect that he has on the people around him. And he's like a ray of positivity, but it also shows his vulnerability like behind the scenes where like, he starts to have panic attacks and stuff. It's so like everyone thinks it's a show. It's a show about soccer, but it's like the last thing in the show that you care about is fucking soccer. It's all the characters mm-hmm. and like their different personality traits and their relationships, dude. Okay. I don't know. It, it, it'll just make you want to live a happier, kinder life and live more positively. Cause it's, I, I don't know. It's just, it's got so many like life lessons and it's so heartfelt and uh, it's just the best show. That sounds exactly like something I'd be down to watch, and yeah. also that that absolutely sounds like something a mom would recommend to oh, totally. watch. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's another show called Shrinking, which was written by one of the Ted Lasso characters, who's also a writer, um, with Jason's Jason Siegel, 
Harrison Ford and Jessica oh. Williams. That's a great cast. Jessica Williams, if you're watching, I'm available and <laughs> I love you. Shot is um, being shot. Dude. She could be watching the best in Defender Wrestling. Dude, I, I've heard she might. She might be. I don't know if you guys know yeah. who Jessica Williams is, but yeah, look yeah. Up. she's a. Mm-hmm. Used to be a Daily Show correspondent to mm-hmm. Dope Queens HBO, dude. Yeah, she's cool. She's, she's hot. I've also she's been crazy. listening to uh, her character from the show has a playlist on Apple Music because it's like an Apple Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. And there's a playlist on Apple Music that's created by her character that she like curated. And it's fucking, it's just great. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been listening to a lot. That mixed with Phoebe Bridgers and Lizzo uh, has been uh, what I've been listening to. Uh, but yeah, watch watch Ted Lazo and Shrinking. That's not like the plug. Uh, I don't know. Anything else I should say? Tell somebody give me some examples. I always fall apart here, but I wish I wish I had more dumb stuff to recommend. Plugging two Apple TV shows might be the best plugs anyway. That's the best way. No, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have no stock in Apple either. I should I should try. I should, I should be getting get all these subscriptions. Yeah. Apple no TV money. sponsored man. Well, you're you know while we're out here looking for Osmos and uh, Osmos know. sponsored. Sponsorships, Apple TV. Uh, I heard Four Loco is looking for people to sponsor. I'm trying like to. That too. I'm trying to get us one of those because it's not available in Canada, and I feel like it's my only way to actually like try the insanity that is Four Loco. I haven't so. blacked out in like ten years off Four Loco, so bring dude, it back. So, dude, you, I used to. So I don't. I don't drink anymore for no reason other than I'm just not interested. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything tragic happen. Luckily, I no. I've never been a big drinker. I've never been a big drinker or a smoker or anything like that. But I, uh, uh, one of the best times I ever had was just like I was in line for a concert and I just drank two four locos. There's two four locos, so an eight, I drank eight loco. And, and I was just like, I wasn't, I don't think I wasn't like blackout drunk or anything. I just had a really fucking great time. I was in line to see Tyler the Creator, maybe. I think it was when I saw Tyler the Creator. Mm-hmm. And I just was like rapping his songs in line and just, I was just having a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So shout out to Four Loco. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sexy Eddie loves Four Loco. That uh, seems about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He always wants them because he can't get them in Canada, man. Yep. It's a struggle. Hey, you know, if you're uh, next time you're on your way up to C4, Hamilton's just right off the highway. Not oh. the way I go. I go, I go state. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh yeah, no, yeah, because Ottawa. Yeah, true. Southern you don't. Islands. You don't do around the Golden Horseshoe. You go all the way. You go up through New England and then cut yeah, over that yeah, way, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, what was I gonna say? I gotta do that around the lake bullshit to get to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I've heard that drive sucks, which I'm glad I don't have to do it. It, it depends. Mm. Um, me and Young Jay Lee were just talking about how great the drive from Buffalo to Ottawa is, like the the scenery. Like this time of year through like upstate New York is honestly just beautiful. Oh yeah, no. So you won't. Like, I was driving and I was just like, "Yo, look at the colors in the trees right now." I was like, I don't, I don't smoke or anything. This is just me. I wasn't like high or anything like that. I was just like, dude, I've just been trying to like get near bodies of water recently and just like look at the lake and ponder. I'm I'm big into pondering lately. That's a that's another thing I'd like to plug. I'd like to plug pondering. <laughs> I'd like to plug going, finding a body of water near you and pondering. That's another thing I'd like to plug. Can you quote me? Pondering. 
you advertise this podcast. Totally. That's the body of water and pondering. Yeah, that that's the clip. Absolutely. Yeah, we recommend pondering uh, the show Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Shrinking. Also, the album Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Okay, yeah, yeah, big shit. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to that entire album. I came into the world to that album, fun fact. Uh, I think my mom had that playing. Um, just go go, go find a body of water. It can be a lake or a river <laughs> or an ocean, whichever you're closest to, even if it's a little pond. Throw on Songs in the Key of Life by Stevie Wonder. Listen to the entire album and just ponder. That's, That's it. Clip that. If you, uh, I was talking about not wanting to be clipped off my Twitch. But clip <laughs> that right there. Yeah. And bring Go a four logo if you want. Yes, exactly. Bring play the Osmos and some four logo. Mm-hmm. Have some Osmos, have some four logo. Go home and watch Shrinking and Ted Lasso. I stand I by those things, fucking, and listen to Lizzo wholeheartedly. Oh God, please mm-hmm. listen to Lizzo's late Lizzo's latest album. It's fucking phenomenal. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to see Lizzo next weekend. Fucking front row. Oh, dude. Oh shit. Hey, that's crazy. Yeah, you're gonna cry, dude, oh. for sure. I was listening to Lizzo in the car earlier and crying, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, in case nobody told you guys today, you're special. Mm-hmm. In case nobody made you believe you're special. I will always love you the same. You're special. Cut on that. Uh, Cut on that. We love you. <laughs> yeah. Man, we love you right back for it. Thank you for yes. coming on the show today, Puff. We had an awesome time talking to you. Uh, thank you well. for sharing your story, sharing so many stories. Uh, sharing all your what? No, no I'm gonna hear it about perfect. No, KB is gonna be on your ass for sure. No, 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 he's not. He doesn't fucking talk to me, dude. (laughs) I keep forgetting. I don't want to be involved. Yeah, I keep getting involved. No, no such thing as too many stories. And I, I am, I am most certain we will be, we will, we will have you back at some point in time down the road to uh, catch up and hear, you know, hear about some more stuff for you to plug. Yeah. Uh, Reg, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, uh, tomorrow, catch me on the Ring of Honor post show. Uh, Saturday, every Saturday, also tomorrow is uh, Ask Grapsity. Every Saturday is Grapsity Podcast. Now with just Philip Lindsay and Righteous Reg. Shout out to William Washington, he's out there. And uh, every week I'm here on Indeed talking to the best, coolest, funniest, not comedy wrestlers in the world, baby. Fuck comedy wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and well, me, uh, Twitter's right there. I'm here every Wednesday. I will, you know, I I don't even know if we're doing a show. I don't think we're doing a show next week because I'm going to be in Michigan. Mm. I'm going on my first vacation in five years to sunny tropical Detroit, Michigan. Oh yes, yeah, get some White Castle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm trying all like all the fast food chain. Oh, that's where I'm, I'm going to drink a four local while I'm out there too. Fuck. There you hey. go. Look hey. at you. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. I get to go see John Moxley versus Kenny Omega in a cage. Fucking, oh, it's gonna yeah. be it's like those. You're having a good time. It's gonna be a good ass week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, you know, we'll catch you back here on the 17th with Ref DM Stevens. And uh, yeah, this has been another episode of Indeed. Thank you for spending any of your Wednesday with us. We appreciate you always. And uh, yeah, Puff loves you, but we love you too. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>